This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good morning, and we welcome everybody to the High School Sports Caravan Inside the Lines High School Sports Podcast. And I'm Jim Powers. Glad to have you with us. And it's holiday week. It's uh, Christmas week, and we hope everybody's ready to go and has everything that they need. And with uh, the holiday week coming up, it's holiday tournament time on the basketball courts. And joining us is the man. He joins us every month, and it's great to talk to our good friend Earl Austin Jr. And you, you know, Earl, first off, the Norm Stewart Classic this past weekend was terrific. A lot of great games, a lot of, you know, super performances. I know you had a chance to watch some of the local teams. What were your impressions of some of the games from out at the Norm Stewart that you saw over this past weekend? It was just a great, like I say, it's a great event always, a great cause. Coach versus Cancer, Norm Stewart, president of all the games, pretty much. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Now, on Friday, I really concentrated on watching a lot of the girls' action. Two teams really stood out from St. Louis. First, Vashon uh, girls with uh, John John. They defeated a very good North Little Rock team that was coming off a state championship. That was a very impressive victory. Uh, Janila Bush and uh, Chantrell Tutu uh, uh, Clayton uh, had just had a tremendous performance. And then uh, Lutheran St. Charles uh, had a big win over Columbia Hickman. Hickman's one of the top teams in the state. And uh, that was a big win for Aaron and their group. And they're doing it without Jordan Spieser, their top player who's out injured. And uh, uh, that was an excellent victory. Uh, then on the boys' side, you saw some, you know, the midnight special, Cardinal Ritter, New Madrid, <laughs> two top teams. They went down to the last second. And that was fun. I mean, impressive victories by Chaminade. Obviously, Jay Blossom and Principia has it going. Uh, uh, just so many, <laughs> just just you know, East St. Louis and Michaela Rich put on a nice show against Jefferson City. So uh, yeah, I know I'm leaving out a few because there were so many good games right. to watch. But uh, those are a few that kind of that kind of stick out a little bit. You know, on the girls' side, and you know, you mentioned the two. I I'm gonna you know I was really impressed with what uh, Lutheran South did. Um, you, you know, a Southern Boone team. That that's good year in and year out. And, you know, Ben, you know, he's like, we'll play him. We'll step up to the plate. We'll go over and play him. And I tell you what, I was really impressed with them. Um, you know, Chaminade coming off of the loss to CBC on Friday night and then having to flip back. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, Varian Daniels may be one of the best shooters that I've seen in a little bit here in the St. Louis area because he put on a show on Saturday afternoon you know, for Chaminade to help get them a victory. I was really impressed with him. Elevon plays with so much energy. He's been like that since his sophomore year when he cracked the starting lineup. I watched the game, part of the, a lot of big part of the game the night before against CBC. He had like 24, 25 points in that game as well. So it was a, a nice back-to-back uh, performance by him. You know, they, they're they pretty much a young team, but you have him and B.J. Ward are kind of yeah. senior league at the guard position and everybody else you got a bunch of sophomores out there young people ben winker 610 sophomore i think he's got a bright future you know i think he had 14 and about eight nine rebounds he did a nice job against cbc too as well so i think frank's got a team that's just going to get better and better as the young people uh 
continue to emerge. But Nilavon and BJ really kind of set the pace, and that's two great leaders for a young team. Yeah, you know, and I was me and Be- uh, me and Frank were actually talking before the game <clears> on Saturday, and going to the MCC. I'm telling you, I think this is a year where that title is up for grabs. I know Desmet, you know, Kent's got some veteran kids coming back. But overall, the MCC is a really young conference this year with a lot of young kids. And I think this is going to make that conference even more fun to watch throughout the season. It's going to be more unpredictable, too, because yeah. there's so many young, talented, but young kids. I think the, the shifts and momentum is just going to be up and down. Like, say, you know, Kevin's got all those young kids, including his son, Luke, and Eddie, and uh, Simon. <laughs> They're going to be, you know, very talented. There are going to be some times where they're just going to shoot lights out. And then there's going to be some times where Kevin's going to <laughs> up there. And you saw that with Justin, too, obviously. He's got a lot of talent. But when you say they graduated some great, you know, Larry Hughes, Rob Martin, you know, John Bowl left for prep school. There's talent. But like you said, you saw a great performance the other night, Friday against Salmonade. And then the next night, you know, not so much against Kickapoo. That's just the nature. But uh, Nasir Binion off to a good start. Uh, uh, Tyron Garrett, 6'5 guard. And you, like you say, up and down. Like I say, I think Justin Duff is really off to yeah. a tremendous start for the Smet. I think going leading them to that uh, championship at, at Parkview up there at Springfield well, was big for them. And I think he had a great tournament. And they're they're playing a lot of, you know, Ken's playing a lot of young kids, but they have a senior leader like Justin that is, uh, is really, really good. You know, Sleuth, got Aaron Walker Jr. Uh, you know, like I say, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle. All five of those teams are are going to be, a, you know, we talked about Chaminade already. You know, and, and now we get into what I call the silly season, you know, where me and you not only watch basketball, but we rank hospitality rooms yes. um, over, the next, over the next week and a half. But uh, let's talk about the Viz first. Uh, no surprises, uh, you know, in the first round matchups on Saturday. Um, sets up some intriguing matchups in the quarterfinals. And I think one that everybody is kind of anxiously awaiting is, is this Cardinal Ritter as good as advertised when they now have to get Incarnate Word in the quarterfinal? But, um, you know, no surprises across the board with the uh, seeding of this. No, I think you're going to have some good teams. Like I said, obviously Incarnate is number one in the country. And uh, Incarnate Ritter is a very good team, you know. And so you're, you're playing playing with house money going against the number one team in the country, but they got they got good players. You know, Anaya Williams, we call him Nana, is a real good player. Hannah Wallace is a good player. That's just a tough, <laughs> tough draw to get them in the second round. Uh, I think the Civic Memorial in Pattonville is uh, going to be a good game. Donnie's got a really nice team over there at Pattonville. A lot of, lot of you know, deep, quick, athletic, and Civic Memorial's been playing great ball coming from the Metro East side, one of the top probably three or four teams in the Metro East this year. I got my bracket in front of me. I got to make sure, you know, you got John Burroughs, Parkway South. Parkway South got the McCullough sisters and they only store kind of a sleeper team yeah. there. Obviously, but Burroughs, we talked about them in past shows, Allie Turner and Manette Witherspoon, a state championship team. And then uh, uh, Viz coming into the, getting to the right side of the bracket. The third been a quite, it's been a minute since they've been on the right <laughs> side of the bracket. Right, and uh, they got a tough match up with uh, you know Big Gang James and your the Eureka, which is always uh, a wild card in that tournament. Remember last year uh, they knocked off Edwardsville, and I forgot who was it Whitfield, not with somebody. They got to the semifinals. Yeah, and, and so um, 
you know, it, and then I like going there too because, like I said, one even when you get to the left side of the bracket, you're going to see some competitive games as well. So you go to that tournament, you're going to get four great games. So it's it's a great opportunity for all the teams to to get better because you're going to play four top teams. You're going to play good competition, no matter which side of the bracket you go on. No doubt about it. So that they'll get going on Monday. Uh, MICDS, they were supposed to start tomorrow, but with uh, Mother Nature deciding she's going to give us a white Christmas that we haven't had in an awfully long time and dump the temperatures down under zero, they're going to shift to Monday. I love this tournament. I love that they renamed it the Don Maurer Holiday Invitational. I love the cause for, um, you know, Special Olympics. This is just a great tournament. And then you throw on top some great talent that we're going to see up when me and you, the, uh, the two old guys sitting in the corner of the gym up at MIT. Yeah. <laughs> it says yeah. media, but really it's Earl and Jim's table and everybody yeah, else just hangs out right there. Yeah. Move out. If you sit there, we show up. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sad that it got moved because like I say, it, it, it was the tournament that always kind of started first, you know? Yeah. You know, so you get the head start, you know, before Christmas, kind of get the taster before Christmas. But, but like you said, it, it's going to be uh, a well-balanced tournament. You know, MICDS is the top seed. Uh, Kirkwood with uh, Sam Briscoe doing pretty well. The, you know, there are three. I believe Ledoux is a two seed. Francis Howell starting to pick it up. Now they got their football players back from their state championship team. So, uh it, it, I think, and you got good players up and down the up and down the line there as well. And like you said, the highlight is always uh, the Special Olympics All Star Game because the kid, you know, the crowd gets amped up, but the kids get amped up because, like you say, that the teams all sit around, boys and girls teams sit around, and in the, the Special Olympics they put on a show, and it's uh, it, it, it's it's a tremendous event to watch. So, uh, like I said, I've been going for that tournament for years, had nephews played in it, and uh, it, it's fun, and I, I look forward to going back to it as always. Yeah, I, and the the biggest part of that is the, is the in between the semifinals, and yeah. you, you know, I, once again, the two of us we're 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 really blessed to see a lot of the high school kids giving back to the community, and you know, saw it this past weekend at the Norm Stewart. You know, when teams are giving checks to the American Cancer Society, well, you know, at MICDS, it, 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 it all the proceeds go to Special Olympics, but to see the two semifinal teams sitting there courtside one just lost two are getting ready to play and they're just sitting there amped up cheering these kids on I, I think that kind of gets lost in the shuffle of you know what a lot of these tournaments mean to a lot of our high school players is you know they get it back in the day we may not have gotten it these kids get it that there's a lot more than just basketball yeah it's this this is something bigger than us and, and it, you know, all we're the competitors, people come to see us. It's not all about us. And that's a cool thing. And we understand that. And you could see the the excitement they show. The faces is genuine. And the Special Olympic players pick up on that. And they get out there and they have fun. I always look forward to my big man, Kukoch, I call him. Yeah. <laughs> left-handed young man, about six, seven, six, eight. And uh, he, he, he dribbles around. He makes sure every he's someone, he makes sure everybody gets a bucket you know he can go out there and score all the baskets we make sure everybody gets a basket and uh you you, you learn a lot just you know from watching uh you know how how they compete and how they, they just kind of they, they cheer for each other and i think 
you know, you're, you're a kid watching that, and you're like, wow, you know, you 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 can learn a lot from watching this video. You see that in track and field with kids cross the finish together, and you know, I've seen, you know, it 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 it, it, it is fun, and it's it's great for our, our our kids to see that. And you know, I get to have fun. You know, Marshall and those guys let me have a wireless mic running up and down the court with those oh, kids, yeah. and I have a blast with that. I mean. It, it just once again, just to see the look in those kids' eyes, and you, they get it, and then mm-hmm. everybody else gets it, and that's the really, really cool thing, you know. And you see a lot of these kids year in and year out, and, and once again, that's what makes it fun, and that's what makes you know what Josh and Marshall and those guys, and you know Don Maurer when he started this whole thing, you know that's exactly what they wanted to do. So you know that's going to be a great tournament. Now with the schedule shift. They won't finish now until Friday. They're just basically going to push everything back a day and start on Monday. So they'll have the normal rotation, but now just everything shifted a day. So another tournament starting Monday. New venue for Coaches versus Cancer, place near and dear to my heart, Maryville University. And um, I think it's going to be a great venue and it's going to be a great tournament. You know, you've got Hickman coming over, uh, you know, to cement the number one seed. You got a Webster team that's that's got a lot of youngsters that's still trying to find their way a little bit. I think this has the possibility of maybe being one of the best tournaments in the area this year. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be, like you say, well-balanced. It's going to be very competitive. You got a lot of young talent. Uh, as you say, the Smets playing well. They've already got a tournament win under their belt. Uh, like I said, I think for those who haven't seen Columbia Hickman coming over, they're, they're a very good team. They've won the uh, CMAC uh Two, two years in a row, and, and they got a really good team. A lot of young talent. Brock Camp is a good player. I was uh, really impressed with him Saturday yeah, against Chaminade. Yeah, he's a football tight end. Isaiah Bonaparte is a really good uh, junior point guard, and they just they just got a lot of young talent. They're going to be good uh, for for a while there. Like I say, I, I look forward to seeing Viani play. You know, Parkway West. You know, Tyler King is a very good uh, player. Brady Cool is a very good player. Uh, yeah, it, it's uh, like you say, Webster, you know, they've been up and down because they're a point guard. CJ Lang has been out. Now he's back. So this is an opportunity to play, you know, three, four games in a short period of time. And you can see them possibly start to get their stride. Now they got their their senior point guard back in the lineup as well. Slew also mm-hmm. with a, um, you know, tournament as well, a little bit of a, a holiday tournament. And this is another one. And this one kind of gets put in the back burner a little bit because of MICDS, because of coaches versus cancer. But I'm telling you, this Lou tournament is not a bad tournament. There's some pretty doggone good teams that we're going to see over playing there. Yeah, Erwin Claggett has an excellent uh, team as well. We talked about uh, the MCC, uh, John Burroughs, Coach Pee Wee Leonard. Uh, he have, they have one of the top players in the area, and Trevor Reed, a senior. He's got a younger brother named Christian who's a freshman. Who's starting to make a big impact? He's already about six seven, about two twenty. Uh, they kind of headlined that field as well. They had the Legends of uh, Winter tournament. Uh, it's a fun deal. It's funny because Irwin Irwin takes the the hospitality room seriously. He's always <laughs> banging me. We need this five. We need this five basketball, and he lets me know what's on the menu and stuff like that. So uh, look forward to that as well. Well, what people don't understand, and I'll let you tell the story, but a few years back before COVID, there was, Earl came out with the hospitality ratings of the hospitality suites on social media. But everybody does such a great job. I still say 
at Viz, one of the best things I've ever had was Gary Glasscock's chili. Oh, that yes. goes down as one of the best. Yeah, and uh, I guess at Webster, uh, Jerry Collins brings in the, the pulled pork, his smoked pulled pork. Yeah, it, it, the hospitality room reviews just kind of take took on a life of its own you know they put them on twitter first i just put them on words but now i take pictures and of all the spreads and give the reviews and people take it seriously i mean they really love it but i remember going i always tell the story it was a tournament out uh out west i won't say the school but uh I, I told I told him this is where I'm going. You know, I'm going to rate the hospitality room. So I went, and it was Winfield. It was Winfield, and it was a great hospitality. It was a home ec teacher ran it, and it was home cooked stuff. They cooked it all. It was it was tremendous everything. And the kids bought it. The kids cooked all the food and everything. And I, I told I told you I told her the, the teacher. She said, "Oh, this was tremendous." Uh, I you know I, I don't want to let her know. My name is Earl Austin. I I rate hospitality rooms, but you never heard me do it. That's it. This that's a, this is a fine basketball. And she said, "Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you have no idea." I said, "Why?" why? She said, "Because <laughs> she said, you know our our uh, our principal of our school saw on Twitter that you were coming and." He came in during the day. He came into my room and said, this guy's coming from St. Louis. He's reading the hospitality rooms. It's got to be perfect. I said, oh, wow. <laughs> this guy, this, he said, my superintendent came about an hour later. It's told us that this hospitality room has got to be great. And she said, I've never heard of this guy. I said, you have no reason to be here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, I'm, like I'm there, like, like I'm Alton Brown or somebody coming to it. But yeah, uh, and another thing. So I'd like to have read him up uh, of the five basketballs that's the like the five star rating one time i gave <laughs> the coaches versus cancer i gave them a four basketball rating and oh my god greg ransom <laughs> <laughs> and i love him he woo, he came he just he sent me an email and he said oh, you give me four basketballs i can't believe this and uh so the next year I showed up. It was still at Merrimack. He walked me up to the hospitality room, which showed me everything they got. And, you know, his wife ran the hospitality room. And it was, it was, uh, it was great spread and everything. So, folks, Jay Blossom's always with oh. Webster. Back when he was at Webster, with the Webster, he was like, "Okay," he would bug me. When's that rating coming out? When's the yeah, naming names? <laughs> <laughs> that rating coming out, Earl? When's that rating coming out? <laughs> People just don't understand. We just don't go to there and watch basketball. We we, no. we have other ulterior motives, and, and because some you know during during this during tournament week, me and you don't. That's the only places we eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, because we're either you know like for me, I'll start at MICDS. I'll go down to Viz. You know, this year with uh, coaches versus cancer at Maryville. Now you've got three tournaments, three of the big big hitters within five miles of each right other. Right there with each other, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, people don't understand. We we kind of take it seriously, but that's kind of our meals for the next five days. Right. And it's fun. I love it. I mean, obviously, in Collinsville, that's just a whole other level. Oh, that, yeah, that that just goes. What, what they do is just To a new crazy. stratosphere. Yeah, yeah. It's, but uh, I, 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 but to me also, it, it's a fun thing, but it's also a way to uh, – to spotlight and feature people behind the scenes who do great work and to, to, to make it a great tournament experience. It's not just the, the basketball on the court, but the, these are these people work hard and, and just keep, you know, it to make, make it a great experience for everybody, the workers and everything. And it's just, it's just kind of my way to kind of spotlight and uh, give them a tip of the cap for the work they do 
to to make a, a great tournament run smoothly in all in all facets, and that's just another uh, that's just another way of doing it. No doubt about it. World, I know it's a busy time. Uh, me and you will see each other a lot next week, and appreciate you with our monthly visit. And we will see you on the tournament trail next week as we're bouncing around all over the place. Always a pleasure talking with you, JP. Thanks so much, Earl Austin Jr. You can catch all of his work on Twitter. He does a lot of great stuff still with the uh, St. Louis American, also with uh, Prep Hoops. Uh, so you can follow all of his terrific stuff and also our monthly visits here on Inside the Lines of High School Sports Podcast. want to thank Earl. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want everybody to have just an unbelievable Christmas weekend. See family. Hug, hug your loved ones. Enjoy some great, great quality time with your families. And then next week, a lot of tournament stuff we'll have. Next week on, you know, what we're going to be doing is a lot of best ofs. Um, you know, we're going to take the week down. That way I can get out to see a lot of the basketball action and not worry about writing a lot. But we're going to do a lot of best ofs next week. And then we'll be right back at it after the 1st of January. So thanks so much for tuning in Inside the Lines, the high school sports podcast, part of the high school sports caravan. I'm Jim Powers. Have a terrific holiday season. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.